I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, everyone? I'm Noah Daniels, and we're here for another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast. Hey, y'all, and I'm JJ. And on this episode, we had a fan reach out to us. Zell reached out to us on Instagram um, saying that there were some spooky stories ready to share for us. Zell, how are you doing? Doing fine. Got the vaccine shot today and I'm feeling good. So hopefully it stays that way. <laughs> Moderna or Pfizer? Moderna. It's a second shot. So I'm just waiting like the clock's ticking right now where I don't feel anything. So hopefully it stays that way the whole night. Oh, nice. Yes, yeah, so yeah. you got the second shot. JJ and I are on our first shot. So. Oh, which one did you guys get? I got Moderna. What'd you Moderna. get, JJ? Nice. I got Moderna too, and I'm a little disappointed because uh, not because there's anything wrong with the Moderna vaccine, but because there's a Pfizer manufacturing plant in my hometown. Um, so if I had gotten the Pfizer shot, there's a chance that it could have come from my hometown and have been manufactured by people i went to high school with so oh that, that's that would cool. make kind of fun but yeah well that that must mean that you like the people you went to high school with i think if the people from my high school made the shot it would give me less confidence in the shot <laughs> i was getting so there's like one person who works at the pfizer plant that i know actually i don't think he works there anymore but yeah other than that i i didn't super like a lot of people i went to high school <laughs> Well, I'm glad you didn't have side effects. I had some side effects from the first uh, Mardona oh. shot. Um, nothing too crazy. Just, you know, the soreness everybody talks about. And then I had like pretty heavy fatigue for a day. I slept a good bit, but that was really it. Uh, yeah, my, my arm's sore, but not as sore as the first time. I think my oh, arm like became sore like super fast the first time. But this time it's kind of like it's sore, but it's not as bad. So yes, yeah. cross the fingers. You know? And you got two weeks from immunity. That's got to be a pretty mm -hmm. cool feeling. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, before we get started, I was just curious, JJ, I know that I sent you and Kat the screenshot from the article regarding the grandmother who captured this alleged demon in her um, granddaughter's bedroom. Did you see that go viral? No, I think it was like I last did week. not. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So this grandmother kept hearing the uh, the baby talk in the middle of the night and I have a baby, which so it's not super uncommon, but um, it's also not that common either, but she kept hearing It sounded like it was specifically talking to someone. So she set up um, a motion capture camera in the uh, baby's bedroom and captured what appears to be, or what she's claiming to be a demon. I mean, it, it looks like a human essentially with horns and it's got kind of a creepy hunched over look and listeners will post a picture of it on our Instagram where y'all can see it. But yeah, super spooky. What did you think about it, JJ? Uh, so weird. So freaky. Uh, you know, and I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't like to ever believe that like anyone is lying just to get attention on social media. But like, I think that's always a possibility. Um, and in this case, I, I really hope that the person was lying because the picture is so scary looking. Uh, for our listeners, it's the Daily Mail has a story on it. Um, if you just Google grandmother uh, terrified capturing image demon uh, you you will find it, and it is it is uh, very freaky. Where did yeah. she post it? Like, was it on like TikTok, or how did it like get out? Uh, I think it was posted on TikTok, but I'm not on TikTok, so I don't I don't really know. Yeah, I just heard um, a actually a sports podcast I was listening to. They brought it up, Ooh, so like it, wow, it went like good. super viral, um, which is you know doesn't always happen with ghost news. So. Did you just Google it, Zell? Yeah, I just Googled it. That's, that's the picture's so weird, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I would love to get the grandmother on the podcast. I have ha yeah. struggled finding any contact information. So fans, if, if you have a better way than I do to contact her, please DM us and let us know. I'd love to book her on the podcast. So that kind of covers ghost news. Uh, it's just rare yeah. that we see supernatural news break into mainstream and this was one of those things that just kind of broke into every everybody was talking about it to regular news to podcasts to even sports radio which is kind of crazy so now that we've got that out of the way zell from a scale of zero to ten zero meaning you don't believe in ghosts at all and ten meaning ghosts are absolutely real where do you fall on the ghost believo meter <sighs> Like I'm like I want to say a ten, but like sometimes like I, I want to say like you know a nine, like eight sort of thing, where it's just kind of like me forcing myself saying like that didn't happen, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't want to, no, I don't want to believe it, so I just say I don't. But I do. I, I totally. I'm totally a ten. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've been getting more and more tens on the podcast too. I don't know if that's just because we've grown in popularity and more people are listening or what. But I'm always super curious to hear what stories lead somebody to becoming a ten. Um, JJ, I'm sure you feel the same way when people feel that strongly about ghosts. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I I feel like. Uh, you know, I like a couple of years ago, I would have scoffed at anyone who's a 10. And, and now like I've heard so many just like bizarre out there stories. I'm like, all right, 
give it to me. Yeah, tell me why. Exactly. And Zell, you have some stories. I know. Um, I'm not sure if you live in Chicago now, but I know you had some stories in Chicago, but you also had some stories dating from the Philippines. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I was born there. So a lot of, I guess the original like origin stories are basically like in a foreign country and you, you leave and you think everything's all different, but I guess they're everywhere, you know? (laughs) Oh gosh. Well, yeah. You want to walk us through some of your earliest um, supernatural encounters? Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Philippines and how how it, it's very like a, a Catholic Christian country. So I feel like that's where everything kind of goes into when you have that much like spiritual like beliefs and faith in God. I feel like it's it's more like spirits want to attack it more in my in my opinion. So there's a lot of like different creatures. Like you guys have Bigfoot here in the Philippines. We have like so many different like. I guess, monsters, if you want to call it. Um, so I, I never believed in it. And my parents were sure as hell didn't believe in it. But um, we lived behind or next door to a haunted a haunted house. They said, like, it's super, um, super haunted because there's some, like, films wanted to film, like, horror movies there. And they do it. And then they quit mid-filming because it was just that bad. And for us, it was like, oh, it's next door. Like, it's not a big deal. But there was a wall that separates. It's like a, a cement wall uh, with bricks, like super, like super rundown bricks. But you can see over, so you can see over to the house. And for me as a kid, I didn't see anything. My parents were like, "Don't believe in what everybody's saying." But one day, um, all of a sudden, I was sick and just didn't eat. I just kept throwing up, and my parents were like, "What is she like? It's probably the stomach flu. Like, no, like there's nothing." unordinary about that and so they just shook it off but then I just continued to just not eat or if I would eat I would just throw it back up and then it got to a point where I would just be like laying with my face onto the bed and like in that like fetal position the whole time so they took me to the hospital and I was there for about a month and doctors kind of like ran through with different tests and they were like we're not finding anything um I think she's dying but like she, we, we can't do anything about it. So they took me home and they said like, we have no other option. Um, I guess we have to call like my friends keep, suge- my dad said my, my friends keep suggesting this, like it's called a witch doctor. I guess if I translate it into English, but it's like a medium, but they're more like a practicing medium. They go up to the mountains and um, they, I guess, do this prayer and do a lot of like different rituals. Um, but we were in the city. So we had to call this guy in. So they call this guy in and the guy comes and passes by that house and was just like, that place is fucked up. Like, you know, like right when he passed by, he's like, there's so many like people like crossing the street right now that you like, I, that, that place is just messed up first of all. So then he walks into our house. Wait, wait, wait. You mean like, like people crossing the street, like, like ghosts crossing? Yeah. 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 So he said like, there was a lot of like interaction right when he was walking past the house that was right next to us. He just kept seeing people like walking in and out of that house. So it was like, yeah. So that's what he said. And my mom house for ghosts. Yeah. yeah. My mom and my dad were like, okay, like whatever. Like they honestly, they were just like, this is a bunch of bull. Like, but like, we'll just do it just cause there's nothing like she's dying. Who cares? Like, you know, not who cares, but like, you know, there's no other option. So he comes in and, um, I literally don't remember, like, I remember vaguely, but I was also four years old when this happened. 
Um, so they said like he came in and he like looked at me and then he was like, okay, you guys stay there. I'm going to do my little prayer. And he gets out like three candles and like he does his little prayer and there's like a, like a, like a little tub of hot water. So he's just letting the candle drip basically. And then um, all of a sudden he gets up and after his little prayer and he says like, okay, so here's the deal. There are three duendes. That means it's like elves, like bad elves, sort of like demon elves um, in the Philippines. He's like, there's three of them. Um, two of them are not, or two of them are evil. And one of them is nice. If the third one wasn't nice, she would be dead by now. And then like he lifts up the the candle that was dripped, like the formation of the candle that dripped onto the water. And he shows like my parents like against the light. And then they see like three faces from the candles. Yeah. And my parents were like, what the yeah, we're like, what the fuck is that? And um, yeah. So then he was just like, if it wasn't for him, she would be dead by now because they're playing with him. And then she, he, he turns to the maids and he, she, he was like, has she been talking to herself or doing anything unordinary? And they were like, yeah, she's like, she's been like really, really like just playing by herself and talking to the mirror. I don't remember this. And, um, and I was, they were like, we thought it was normal because it's a little kid. Um, and then he was like, okay, um, has she been feeding cats? We don't have cats. We don't have dogs or anything, any animals. It's not a big thing in the Philippines. And they're like, actually, yeah, she goes to the backyard and feeds these three cats that cross over from the other house every day. Is this the to, other house being like the haunted house? Yes, yes. So apparently I was feeding, I was, I always ask the maids because in the Philippines, it's a big thing, like having maids, it's like a normal uh -huh. thing. Um, we would grab, I would grab, like ask them for bread and I'd be like, I have to feed the cats. And then I would feed them. And he was like, yeah, so those cats are um, the duendes, but in cat formation. And they are, um, they basically grew fond of your daughter and they decided to take over her even more. And that's what's happening now. That's why she can't eat because they're just having fun with her. And he was like, I said, this is my, my, like, this is the solution. You have to have food and you have to offer it to that house next door. Oh, I so, thought it was going to be kill the cats. That's such a better solution. <laughs> um, he brought it over. <laughs> this is so much better. I was like, I thought you were going to be like, the only solution is to kill the two bad cats. And it's like, well, how do we know which two are bad? No, like, you'll just know. Kill them it's all. Like, <laughs> we probably want to be able to air that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they were like, grab the food that we told you to prepare, like fruits and stuff and bring it over to next door and offer it and say like as a peace offering and say like i'm like leave, can you please like leave my daughter alone and so forth so they do that right when they walk into the door because i was laying in the living room like the uh, futon because that's the only way like i couldn't go upstairs anymore i was just like literally just can't do anything no energy they walk in and right when they walk in my mom was like you said mom can you give me food i'm hungry it was like the first time that i ate in like a month so after that offering, it just everything changed. Wow. And how, how old again were you when this happened? I was four. So do you have any like of your own memories from this time or? I just remember like being in, cause after a while I ended up in the hospital again, but it wasn't for the same reason. Um, I just remember like not eating. I just remember like yeah. throwing up and I remember feeding the cats. That's all I remember. But like, after that, it was just kind of a blackout. Like, I don't I remember 
anything. That's why I was like, I watch stuff and like, you know, I like horror movies, but I'm like, how do these little kids remember seeing these other little kids? I should have remembered. I don't remember anything. And do, did both of your parents, like, I'm like, do they both kind of confirm this story like or or is one parent like mm, that's not how it happened or- they conf- they confirm my parents were like super like oh god this guy's a quack like there's no way like anything's gonna ha-. like they were just doing it as like to sh- like shut up a bunch of people because it's a huge thing in the philippines and they were like yeah i don't know what happened we we took you to the best doctors in manila in the main city and yeah. couldn't find anything and they're like after that you were normal again but we moved away from the house because I got sick again a year after with like a very rare disease. And they were like, we're just fucking done with, with this place. It's just like, it's just bad here. So we moved out of the place eventually and then moved to America. Wow. And wow. so did you, do you remember after that ever seeing those cats? No, I actually never saw them again. It was just one of those things where like my parents still let me go outside because I'm a kid, like I need the outdoors, but I never saw them again. So I think I would be terrified of cats. I am. I am to this day. I cannot. (laughs) I can't do cats. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going. I was wondering. So just if you kind of follow that line, like if you think about how am I trying to phrase this? If let's say you 100% buy into what you were told happened, right? And so you follow that line of thought logically where things can either morph into other things or possess things and affect people. Do you ever now see like animals coming at you a certain way and and does no. it give you like weird vibes or anything no i just don't fuck with cats <laughs> I, I, I mean i the name I, of this episode is don't i mean like i don't like obviously like after that whole incident like i was a kid i didn't care i was like oh, whatever like i don't believe in ghosts specifically like that's why i said like it just kind of built up from that moment um but no, I never, I mean, my, my boyfriend, um, his family's a huge, like animal family. So they got a cat and I hated the thing. I just tolerated it, but like, I don't feel any sort of like, oh my God, there's a spirit inside that cat. You, know? you find yeah. your boyfriend feeding it bread and you're like, no, yeah. <laughs> as long as it's you? one, maybe it's a one good one. Yeah. You can't feed three. If you feed three, it's, it's bad luck. guys. <laughs> so that is a fairly traumatic story obviously we're glad that you're okay but it doesn't sound like that's what made you wholly believe in ghosts so what happened after that story um yeah no no way I think it's because I was still a kid like it didn't sink in yet um kind of like was it was it JJ's or was Noah Noah's story with the whole ghost going through yeah Yeah, my hand that's how I felt yeah that's why I felt like I was kind of like eh whatever um but then so growing up like I still like I was like in the thrill of like horror movies and was like, let me feel, you know, the people, the dumb people that are like, I need to feel something. I need to know that it's actually real. Like you guys, you guys need to know. I love you guys though. You guys are awesome. Um, but like, I, I was kind of like in, like in, the seek for that thrill so growing up i was always like let's go um you know ghost hunting like the there's a different part of my family's um estate that was i guess it's it's haunted like it reminded me of the one girl that talked about her family um 
having like everyone in the house died and she's the last one left. Oh yeah. 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 It was, it's a lot like that. Yeah. A lot of that estate. So I was always like, let's go there. Nothing happened to me over there. Um, so I was like, so like, Oh, let's, let's get a Ouija board. Oh, fun. Um, but we didn't get, we couldn't get one. So what we did was like, Oh, let's just make a paper one. Like it's not going to work. It's freaking paper. Um, so we, we did the whole thing like on literally computer paper. That's why I was like, this is not going to work. Um, use a shot glass and, and play it around in my friend's basement. And I thought this was nothing like I'm just connecting it now. I'm just trying to make sense of whatever happened that summer. Um, but yeah, nothing happened. Like I was like screwing around with, I was like, Oh, I see a guy, but I definitely didn't see a guy. Um, but then that summer, um, I've been living in that Chicago house. Like you said, I was in Chicago now in Washington. I was living in that Chicago house from third grade all the way to eighth grade. And this was summer of going into eighth grade. Um, after the whole Ouija board, uh, I started having sleep paralysis, like really bad sleep paralysis. It was like every other night. So the first one was like kind of like, I, I've always had sleep paralysis, but not in the sense that how hectic this was. The first one was kind of like, I was laying in bed and my eye was like, you know, half open. I don't know if you guys have had sleep paralysis mm-hmm. before. No, you um, have. Uh, yeah, I get it every, I, I had a period of my life where it happened really <laughs> frequently. And now I get it maybe once a year, once every couple of years. So it's not super frequent, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with it. Yeah. And, and Kat so, gets it every now and then. Yeah. I have never. I know why, proud. because there's a lady in your room. <laughs> <laughs> she, she had it before we lived here. Okay. Before, you brought before, the lady. <laughs> I mean, maybe the ghost followed her around, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I had it and it was like one, cause like you would have it and then you wouldn't think anything of it. Um, but that was the first time that I was like, this is kind of weird because I was in my bed and my bed at the time was like just a mattress on the floor. And then if you were to sit up, you would see my closet and then, um, the corner of the room that had a mirror. And then behind me was like the door kind of like that, but like instead it's on the side. But to get inside the house, you would have to go through the back staircase. So the back staircase would be behind my closet. There's like a little window in my closet and you can see the back staircase. It's kind of creepy. But um, so, yeah, I had this like sleep paralysis thing. At first, I was seeing like just like the, the foot of my bed and like around the room, like by the closet, by the mirror. But then all of a sudden I would keep flashing back and forth to like walking up the stairs. So I was walking up the stairs of like the back room and then I would be back in my body and all of a sudden I was standing across the room and I was like kind of seeing myself but I wasn't so it was like one of those like what what just happened sort of thing um then I woke up and then this just kept happening and happening and then I was just kind of like what's what's going on um and then the next sleep paralysis like that was like huge was that I was I decided like I couldn't sleep anymore so I started sleeping during the day um good thing this was summer of eighth or going into eighth grade so I had like the vacation time to like sleep not sleep at night and then just sleep in the afternoon um I started sleeping in the afternoon and then it got better but then all of a sudden I had one sleep paralysis where the like I was looking and the tv was off and it hit me again but this time I heard somebody whispering something in like latin like something foreign like I just don't know what the language was it was whispering something and like the top of my left ear. And I was just kind of like, wake up, wake up, wake up. What are you doing? Like, you need to get up because somebody's here. 
I woke up, looked around, nobody was there. Um, but then it got even more drastic because there was a time where um, I was laying down in my mom's bedroom, just relaxing. Um, and I had my head down and the window, I mean, the doorway was like on the left side. And it's one of those things, like if you lay down at the edge of the bed, you can see the doorway and um, the door was completely open. And if you go out to that doorway, you make a left, the computer was there. And obviously back then, not everybody had their own computers. <laughs> you know, it was back in the day where the computer room was a computer room for everybody. Um, and then there's a walk-in closet right next to the computer room. So my dad was over um, and he was visiting. And then I go into the living room. I was on the phone and I was like, let me turn on the computer because I want to go on it. Turned on the computer, walked back into my mom's room and I, I kept like talking on the phone and laid my head down. Like I could see the side. All of a sudden I see a guy in red walk past by. Yeah, it was one of those, like if you can see in your peripherals, you could see the, the red go by. Um, and then like he was wearing jeans because it was blue. And then like, I couldn't make out the hair. But then I was like, oh, what the hell? Like, dad, like I got so mad. I was on the phone and I was like, hold on. I got to yell at my dad. I was like, dad, like I, I just turned on the computer. Why would you go there when I turned it on? And I turned, my dad's not there. And I, and I was like, keep hollering in the closet. I was like about to yell at him again. I look in the closet. He's not there. So then I go to the kitchen and I'm like, hey, were you just in the computer room? And he was like, no, I've been cooking the whole time. I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, I swear I saw a guy. And so that like freaked me out. But then um, the following night was the worst night. I, I haven't told anybody about what was going on in the house except my one friend because I didn't want my mom or my dad thinking I was crazy. Um, so I started sleeping next to my mom and I was like, mom, can I just sleep next to you? Cause I watched a scary movie and like, it's freaking me out and I just need to sleep next to you. And she was like, okay. So I was sleeping next to her and she was on my right side and the doorway was, I don't, I don't know how to position it kind of on her right side. I wasn't sleeping. I, I didn't have my head down on the other way anymore. Cause I was like, hell no, I'm not going to see anybody walking past anymore. Um, so I laid down had sleep paralysis again but this time i saw the guy by the doorway and he was wearing red um he was like white with like like brunette dirty brunette hair and he was just smiling and i was like who the fuck is like you know who i know that's not anybody that we know i don't know who that is and i was trying so hard to like wake up and when i finally was able to like inch my arm i snapped out and it wasn't even like I opened my eyes. It was like my eyes were open the whole time. And then finally I was able to move and I didn't see him anymore. So the next day um, I'm having lunch with my mom and her friend. And I was like, I can't do this. I have to tell somebody because this is like ridiculous. Um, I tell my mom, I'm like, mom, um, you might think I'm crazy, but I need to tell you something. And she was like, what's up? And I was like, well, I keep seeing this guy around the house and um it's a white guy that has this hair, so forth. And then like her friend turns to her and was like, you need to tell her. And my mom, yeah, my mom was like, so I've been seeing the same guy. No. And yeah, yeah. So we both were having like this experience without telling each other because she didn't want to freak me out. And I just didn't want her to think I'm crazy. But that was, was your mom like, feeding him bread or? 
<laughs> it was a cat outside. It was a squirrel. <laughs> We're in America now. It's squirrels. <laughs> but, so yeah. it sounds like it was a fully formed person then I know we hear all different kind of accounts mm-hmm. of what spirits or ghosts or apparitions look like, but, but this sounds like it really looked like a person. Yeah, no, it was like, I could still like make out some features of his face, but like, other than that, like, it was just, I was like, oh my God, like, I can't forget like what, what that was like seeing him by the doorway and like full form. Cause like, ugh, just freaky. <laughs> but yeah yeah so it was i think it was the only time that i've ever seen like a full on person like in i feel like if it wasn't like he was so solid it was like glowy but like his skin color was there does that make sense it was like i don't know how to even explain it like kind of like he just had like a a shimmer or something kind of but not see-through like i couldn't see through him it was like weird did you ever find out, was there any history of something that happened to somebody at the house or anything like that? No, because um, because of the way that the circumstances were like, we were both freaked out and we were, my mom was just like, you need to shut it. You need to shut whatever you're seeing. Like, just like, you know, like whatever that third, uh, sixth sense to that cat's <laughs> not here, <laughs> but like that needs to shut. Cause she was like, you can't like entertain it. Cause then they would like show you even more. And I was like, I, oh, wow. I'm not like saying like, Oh, come I'm welcome. I mean, other than that's why I thought about the Ouija board. I was like, maybe that was the only time. Cause I've lived there for so long. It wasn't like that until that instance. So do you think your mom had maybe had more experiences than she was letting on after telling you that? Yeah. She she's the type of person that doesn't want me to like, like involve myself in that stuff, like, um, like very religious. So actually what they did was that friend, um, the creep, the creepiest part was that we didn't know the, the history. Like you said, we didn't look back into it and like what happened. Um, the friend that she had that listened to that story was just kind of like, here's um, a card of a saint, I forgot which saint it was. And he was like, it was, this is blessed by a priest in the Philippines. Um, It helps you sleep. So he's like, put it under your pillow or put it in your pillowcase or something. Um, You can sleep. And when I did that, that's when I was able to having sleep paralysis. And I mind you, I wasn't like a, like I, my parents divorced. So I was more like that, at that time I was very like um, rebellious and not into like religion and all that stuff. Like I didn't have faith, but I mean, I do now. Um, so I did that and it stopped, but then I lost the cart. Like it was, I just kept it inside my pillowcase. But then when I took out my pillowcase, it was gone. And I was like, Oh, maybe it just dropped or something, but we never found it. We moved. And I was like, hope, hoping to find that card when, when we moved found it because I don't know how I would get lost. The mattress was literally just on the floor. I didn't have an underneath of the bed. Did you or your mom ever wild. see that uh, spirit after you had talked to each other about it? Um, I don't, she won't tell me anything because she's like, she wants me to just not think about it and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, but I never saw him after I had the the card. I just, I mean, I still have like sleep, sleep paralysis and it's gotten down to like, uh, I don't see anything when I have the sleep paralysis, but it's more of like a, a sense of if it's a panic and like I'm not if I'm freaking out in the middle of the sleep paralysis it's more so for me like not for now it's more like oh did someone in our family 
die this day or is someone like sick or something and all, all of a sudden it turns out somebody's sick or somebody just died yeah so it, it switched like what happened with the sleep sleep paralysis i don't see anything anymore it's more so like a, like an I don't know. I don't even know if I, it's not predicting the future. It's more like just a feeling, but then sometimes it just feels like, Oh, it's just sleep paralysis. It's nothing. And that's when it's just normal. And did your mom uh, also have sleep paralysis when she would see the spirit or did she see she, him when she was awake? She said she was awake and it was more of like um, the one instance that she told me is that, you know how, when you sit on the bed, there's an imprint on your right side. She said like, all of a sudden, like it just sunk in next year. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Man, that's um, yeah. that's like the podcast we just posted with Lily said that I think she had a friend pass away and she saw an imprint and felt an imprint next to her in the bed and she believed mm -hmm. it was that friend. Yeah, I remember it was like a, her uh, last story, right? Mm -hmm. The last yeah. story she said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow, that's fascinating. So you you've heard the podcast. I'm not sure if you've heard the episodes where we've had mediums and people like that on and they've talked about you know like embrace your powers and yeah you know, like amanda sounds, yeah and it's like yeah. i i feel like you remember details of our episodes more than i yeah do, yes like what episode was you the one that we just recorded like, okay so hey, i've been doing <laughs> some boring stuff at work I, honestly that's how I, I was like i need to stay awake i need to hear something like uh, you know people talk about podcasts and i'm like okay fine like i'll listen to one i've never listened to one you guys were one of the first that oh, wow. I, the right. first actually i've ever listened to and i was oh, like wow. or podcast on spotify and i clicked and i was like okay i'm gonna stay up doing work so the past like two weeks that's all listening to from nine to five that's you know like it's imprinted in my brain. <laughs> oh, well, well, we're honored. That is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how does it make you feel when you hear these various other people that have had encounters talking about, you know, em embrace this, like let it be part of you? Because I would be afraid to do that. I, I think I would be more um, of kind of like how your mom is saying, like out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. Knowing that you have some kind of relationship with the supernatural there it seems it sounds like there's something there do you ever think about you know maybe taking like a mediumship class or reaching out to some of these people or would you just prefer to try to get as far away from it as possible i'd rather get as far away from it as possible i think after that summer i was like this is not for like after like thrill seeking for that whole whatever childhood I was like this is not for me like I understand like I know some people said like I forgot who it was they said that most of the time spirits don't want to harm you it's more of like they're just there um it for me it's more so I understand that but I think I'm just too much of a, like a baby to deal with anything um and handle like helping somebody out I just I can't like it's just too it freaks me out so much. I even like, you know how Lily said that she wanted her friend to visit her. I was more like, for me, it's like somebody dies. Do not visit me. Do not let it be known that you're here. I'd rather not know because I would just flip flip out. I can't. Well, I think that's fair. I mean, it's yeah. the the couple experiences I had as a child. The the one that we were talking about where my hand went through that ghost. I mean, we all screamed and just like sat in silence after that. And then the one that where I woke up and there was like, it was like during that storm or whatever. And there was a woman's face right in front of me. I mean, that like brought me to tears. I went down to, to see my parents and I was like 15, 16, you know? And I mean, it is when they happen, 
whether it's real or not, you know, we, the people it's happening to perceive it as their reality. It's really scary. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. granted, there are people who seem to have whatever it is to take that in and make it, I guess, like a part of their life. But yeah, it's, it's, it's spooky for a reason, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think for me, it's, it's cool to see people help out, but like, and I still have those sleep paralysis dreams where it's like, I told, I can you not like I could have the sleep paralysis and have this, you know how um, I think, I think it was the person that had the I died for 13 minutes and then mm-hmm. came back. And Regina. Said, um, yeah, yeah, Regina. Uh, she said like, um, you just have this feeling. It's more of like she's a feeler. Like she can feel the energy, whether it it's sad or happy or, um, but she doesn't really like specifically see it. See it for me. It's more like when I have the sleep paralysis and it's a really bad energy um that's when i end up asking my mom like is everybody okay and then somebody ends up either dying or like they're sick or they find out that they're sick that day that specific day like re- the last last time that that happened um someone actually had a heart attack that day and then i had a i had another uncle pass away that morning so it was more so like it's more so how i feel during that sleep paralysis how I know if it's just like, oh, it's just somebody visiting that I know, like a f- grandpa, grandma or something, because I feel normal and I feel happy. Um, I don't see anything, basically. But other than that, like I can't I can't, I wouldn't want to practice it to the point where I could actually like see something again. Yeah. Well, I mean, you mentioned Amanda, you know, she, it's such a part of her life that she sees full on apparitions and sometimes she can't tell if they're real people or yeah, she opens doors Ghost. for them, right? Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, it's not crazy, but it's just yeah. like it's wild. I guess it's yeah. like what like it's mind blowing. I don't know. I don't know how to like interpret that. And it's so funny. I saw um, Kelsey who has the haunted doll. I saw a picture on Instagram today that she posted, and it was Amanda, Kelsey, and Mackie, who all got to be friends from coming on our podcast. And it's so crazy to me that like <laughs> six months later, they're still meeting in real life to go on like little ghost adventures and stuff. Adventures. You know? Yeah. All these like yeah. little famous TikTokers. Um, but yeah, th- I mean, that's, well, thank you for sharing that. Uh, that would definitely creep me out. So after that happened, is that when you kind of decided like, okay, this is real. I believe in ghosts. I, the, there's validity to these experiences that I'm having. Yeah. Cause after that, I was kind of like, I don't know who this guy is like where he from. I feel like there was just no explanation. The Duendes, the dwarfs in the Philippines, I was like, I don't know. I didn't experience it. So I'm not going to 100% believe that. I mean, experience in the sense that I don't remember it, remember it. So I'm not going to 100% believe that that was, that was true. I needed it to be like my, my and I can actually understand there is a ghost here, you know? Yeah, for sure. So Zell, have you and your mother talked about those experiences recently? Um, no, because every time I try to bring it up, she just kind of says like, um, we shouldn't talk about it. Cause then it would welcome them back into our lives. Like we shouldn't, um, think about it. Like you said, out of sight, out of mind sort of thing with her. I, I, I'm more so like, I mean, I agree with her. I'd rather like not relive those like moments, but, um, sometimes it's like, I have so, like questions in regards to, especially the ones in the Philippines where I can't remember anything. Yeah. Um, you know, that I would love to know more information. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. 
And have you had any other experiences since then you want to share with us? I know we're kind of getting close to an hour, but I just wanted to make sure um, we got all your stories out that you did want to share. No, nothing, nothing comes in. That was basically the turning point. And like I said, I still have sleep paralysis, but not as insane as that one summer was. And thank God. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing those stories. Um, I know for JJ and I, when we hear stories that other people can say, oh, and then my mom saw the ghost as well. My brother saw the ghost, my friend, whatever. It always, I think, makes us feel like a little shocked because as skeptics, you know, mm -hmm. we are skeptical, but it's hard to refute that. I mean, you seem like a very genuine person and I don't know. I mean, that's pretty spooky. JJ, how would you feel if you saw the man in red draping around your house? Oh gosh. I mean, I probably would think, you know, I was just seeing things mm -hmm, until, <laughs> right. Until you like, talk to your mom and any time in a story, I, I loved how you set up the story. And then like, and then my mom's friend said, you need to tell her. I mean, anytime mm -hmm. that happens in a story, mm -hmm. you know that yeah. something it, crazy is about to be revealed. So it, I, yeah, definitely that moment where he said that I was more of like, oh my God, like I could breathe. I thought I was going crazy. Like I was like, there's no way, there's no yeah. way. I, I was a skeptic. So just like you guys, like I would much rather not believe it, but. Just, and I'm, I'm curious, you know, your experience listening to our podcast, has that made you feel better or felt different at all? Knowing all these other people have had similar experiences. Oh yeah. I definitely um, would say like listening to you, you guys um, like interview these, these different stories and everyone having their own take on it. And it, it kind of helped um, me understand what was going on back then. Cause I always thought like, is there something like you know kind of off like why do it why did i have like sleep paralysis like you know like is sleep paralysis does that mean anything what's going on and then i forgot who it was but one of the podcasts um you guys asked them if uh like do they see this as a a blessing if they can change anything about what what they're experiencing um is there like you know would they rather not have it um and the way that you guys asked that question she answered it it's like i think it was regina um the way that i like really felt for the longest time where it's just kind of like after that experience um i started to have faith in you know my relationship with christ um kind of grew because um the only way that i mean they kept happening but the only way that i was able to wake up was like i said the our father and then um i was like wow like you know like when those things happened and i forgot some somebody else said something in regards to they couldn't sleep at home anymore and they questioned like there is no god because if there was a God, like this, these bad things wouldn't have happened to me. I forgot whose story that was. Hmm. Um, but that reminded me of my, my own self where it's just kind of like when I was in fear. And I think to this day, that's why I don't have those intense sleep paralysis anymore is because like I have a really, a better relationship with God. And I think I'm like, I don't want this for myself. So do not show me anything. Like I do not want to see anyone. I don't want to like have this gift. I know some people are better with it, but for me, it's like, it's not for me. So I think that's the whole reason why. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's what I learned from your podcast. So, wow, that's so it really cool. helps. Yeah, awesome. What's really fun to do when we have fans on is to get them to do the sign off with us. Is that something you'd be up for? Sure, sure. Alrighty. And so as you know, I'll say um, 
you know, I'm Noah Daniels, JJ will say I'm JJ, yeah. and then you will say I'm Zill, and then we'll all go, ooh, okay, cool. all right, awesome. Well, with that, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm JJ. I'm Zell. <laughs> Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts.